Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hey, folks. You're listening to The Dork Forest, or about to. The website's JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. If you like determiners, FamilyPetAncestry.com, if you like jokes, because uh, that just leads you to JackieCation.com. Those are the websites, the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song. He just heard he sang it with his wife, Sarah Cohen. He'll sing the song at the end, his words to the Mexican hat dance. Patrick Brady fixes this audio. Vilmos fixes my website, JackieCation.com. There are several ways to support the show if you want to support the show. Most basic way, the PayPal button. Donate. Knock yourselves out. There's a PayPal button on JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com. You can also Venmo me at Jackie at JackieCation.com, where you can also email me and say things. Another way to support the show, pretty painless, the Amazon button. On both JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com, there's a link, a banner to the Amazon page where you just order like normal. Uh, doesn't cost you extra. It just supports the show. There is also merch, very direct, at JackieCation.com, a whole merch situation. You can get Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirts. You can get Dork Forest t-shirts. You can get my stand-up comedy t-shirts. All the, com- all the t-shirts are union-made here in the United States of America, so they run a little big because they're made by Americans. There's also my CDs and my DVD. All of that is available uh, digitally as well, but if you want hard copies, you go to JackieCation.com, the merch page. Not available on the merch page are a couple of enamel pins that I haven't added to the merch page yet, and they are Meat Shield pins and Spooky Reading Girl pins. Email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com, if you want those pins. Um, there's also a calendar of my stand-up comedy. There are premium episodes of The Dork Forest, which are episodes that I've taped live, and they cost me a couple of bucks to make, so I charge you a couple of bucks for them. So if you've run through all of the free ones, go to thedorkforest.bandcamp.com and get a live premium episode if you'd like. The YouTube page is on fire. That's right. There's teaser clips on the Jackie Cation Dork Forest YouTube page, but there's also... The entire episode, the whole episode of The Dork Forest are now uploaded to YouTube. So if you can't listen to iTunes or whatever at work, you can just have this on in the background with a beautiful picture of the guest and the logo. Enough already. Let's get into the show. Hey, you guys. It's Jackie Cation. I'm in my living room with Karen Rontowski. Follow up on the Mothman. Follow up on the Mothman. <laughs> Karen Rontowski, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. It's at Rontowski and KarenRontowski.com. And you have a new podcast. How I many do. episodes are there of Paranormal Karen? It might be, uh, we might be like into the, well, it may be 18 or 20. Oh, there you go. So ground floor, you guys, yeah. of Paranormal Karen, yes, you guys, hilarious. Do it. What's up with the Mothman, though? Let's do that. Okay. So, and uh, and by the way, your coffee is fantastic. Oh, thank you very much. And and thank that's you. important that I have it because last night I spent four hours reading at a, a, a um, reading tarot cards at a, a fundraiser for a little school. Yeah. And for the first two hours, the adults did not know that I was there, so I was reading for children. Oh, that's hilarious. And How old were these children? Four and five. And you know what? A lot of them have woken up today with the stark reality that they will never own a unicorn. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I, well, you know, you can't hide. You I can't hide the lie. You can't lie to people when you read tarot lie. cards. Hearts were broken. Hearts, not- <laughs> hearts were broken. You may, if you're lucky, you'll own those two tapestries from the Middle Ages that are currently in uh, that uh, the Met 
but they're in the cloisters, which is uh, northern New York City. Uh, okay. So, have you ever seen those? Have you ever seen those tapestries? No. They're the, these famous tapestries of of unicorns in a circle. Oh. Have you ever, you've, you've probably seen. I've the probably images, seen. Yeah. Because the images have been hacked. Hardcore. Oh. But if you go up to the cloisters in like 140th and Unicorn uh, City, Unicorn City, see some real tiny <laughs> uh, unicorn tapestries. Anyway, and uh, and and uh, so that's why I'm a little. Uh, and they had me working. You know how the kids have those little houses that they crawl into. They had me working in one of those, and I literally I thought I cracked my head open when I was walking. Did in. that pay? No, yes, it did. There we go. It did. Fundraisers, uh, by the way, need to pay just so the world knows, <laughs> because otherwise people treat you poorly. It's right. weird because they they don't value you, even though. You uh, are volunteering something. It's yes. very weird. But I thought it was such a small house. Thank God I fit in it. it and kids were running in. That. It was very odd, but it was super fun. Okay. And uh, so, uh, so first four of all, hours reading tarot. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, I couldn't see straight when I got home. In fact, I'm still driving crazy today. Oh, congratulations! Um, so, okay, what happened? No to more the left turns. Is the um, Mothman matriculating anywhere? Is first, he going to college? Did well, we find him. That is what's so funny. There's a Mothman bot on Twitter now oh. that it comes out. I think every hour. And it says the Mothman is real and, and my favorite so far <laughs> is the Mothman is real and he would like to speak to a manager. <laughs> <laughs> I like, uh, I follow Big Ben sometimes and oh, then I that? unfollow Big Ben because essentially on the hour it just goes bong. Oh. <laughs> it's all in caps and it does whatever the hour is. And uh, so if you want to follow Big Ben on uh on, uh, on Twitter, oh, no. uh, it'll tell you what time it is. Mothman, Mothman is real and in love. And in oh. love. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Yay! So, uh, so you, so my topic today is yes. well. The, what is your current obsession slash dorkdom? Okay, so on my podcast, I do all paranormal stuff, and I'm not really a conspiracy person. Where are you going, Courage? Uh, the boss is here. Uh, um, and, uh, but I did, I started to do them alone where I do the research and yeah. I became three weeks obsession with, um, uh, flight 370, Malaysia flight 370 that disappeared. The flight out of Malaysia that, uh, took off and no, they never found it. They, did they never, never find the it. black box or anything. No. And here's what the thing, which is so weird why I kind of became obsessed with it. Cause when that plane went down, uh, and I heard it on the news, and I don't do psychic news. Like I don't go to the news and go, "That's going to happen." A voice in my head immediately went, "They will never find this plane." It, like the first sentence out was, "They will never find this plane." And then I had a. Doo, doo, doo. I know. The I next had... episode is all about the Twilight Zone. By the way, I'm doing it with uh, Danny Fernandez. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Um, it, maybe it's in. The, but that that leads to some of the conspiracies of what happened, yeah. which got crazy. But I so I was uh, started researching this, and I had a friend who was a medium who thought that a terrorist took the plane and it was going to pop up in Israel and blah, blah, blah. She made no sense at all. I personally at first thought it went through a wormhole because I did that before. <laughs> okay. Um, and I, did I Wait, tell you what about happened? last time? I went through a wormhole once. You went through a wormhole? Did I tell you about this on the last one? GPS glitch? What happened? No, I. <laughs> this was the weirdest thing. In fact, it was the same crazy person that thought that the uh, the plane was going to pop up in Israel. Why? I don't know. Right. Uh, with a different crew. So uh, this On the happened. whaling wall? Yes. A bunch of people crying? Okay. <laughs> So uh, the first this is uh, the first time I went through a wormhole. Uh, I was doing a gig in uh, Yuma, okay, right. And I had a friend. She lived in San Juan Capistrano, and so you go down the five. I pick her up in San Juan Capistrano. Then you go down. You take a left on the eight, right? You go the eight across Yuma. That's the trail. <laughs> That's how it goes. That's how it goes. 
I pick her up in San Juan, and we stop at a gas station in Carlsbad, and mm-hmm. I get the mm-hmm. receipt. I have the receipt because taxes. You keep your receipt, Keep right? a receipt. Keep a receipt. Receipt in my pocket. So we start driving, okay, and we're listening to a cassette, a CD I made, and uh, the CD starts to skip. And both of us look down at the CD, and we point, and then we go, oh, and we look up. And there's a huge wall that I'm like, I don't remember that wall, and I don't remember that wall. And she goes, oh, my God, we're in Tijuana. And we went to the next exit, and we pulled off, and we were in Mexico. And you know I lived in San Diego. We never crossed the 8. We never crossed Rosecrans. We never crossed SeaWorld Drive. We never passed Garnett. None of that. And we were in Mexico on a Saturday afternoon. And when we got off of the thing, she called her husband on the phone, and uh, which is an interesting thing for a mi- in a minute. We'll refer back to this. Yes. Um, we turned around. took us five hours to get out of Mexico. And um, she turned out to be a racist. And What she- happened? Wait, she- <laughs> how did you – wait, it took you five hours to get out of Mexico? Oh, my Why God. Why is that? Because it was Saturday and it was just, you know, the cars waiting to get out. I've never been to Mexico. Oh, don't go this way. Don't go, don't the don't go through a wormhole. <laughs> no. Try to get a wormhole out of Mexico. That's and the way that, to go. I hope. I think they're building a wall in the wormhole. Um, they, but they, uh, you can't get out because they stop every car on the way into right, the right. U.S. Right, and they just need they need paperwork, right? They, they need, need passwords, or something. which we did not have. You didn't have your driver's license? Or? I had driver's license, but she said we needed passports. She turned out to be crazy. I don't really hang out with this person anymore. No, no. That sounds like she's – there's all kinds of problems here. Right. She's yeah. a nice person, and then years later, all of a sudden, the N-word started coming out of her, and I was like, well, that's the end of that. Wow. You'll have to find someone to go through your own wormholes with. I'm right. not going. You clearly uh, went through a wormhole <laughs> separately, and maybe she uh, found her evil twin in a parallel dimension. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happens. That's what happens on Star Trek every time. But either way, she moved out of the state, too. She found herself <laughs> a racist husband and left her husband. So it's Did they bad. move to – where did they move to? Let's not find out, actually. Cause, I'll uh, tell you later because I just posted a tape about racism on the on – Against. The, yes. Rangers, against, yeah. Rangers. But Karen Rontowski is always going to be against racism. When, <laughs> yes. when taking a stand, knowing your hearts. It was a good tape about how it's not just in the South. Oh, my gosh. Right. Truth. And, and that, that there was actually And systematic... that's on your Facebook or? No, yes, on my Facebook. Okay. And, uh, and it's done with one of those where they do it with nice, unoffensive music so more people will watch it. It is nice to yes. be told that uh, try not to be a monster with a nice soundtrack. <laughs> That's how they try do it. To, that's how you do it. And try a couple be, of jokes, just so you know. Come on, you're come on. <laughs> you can rise to the occasion and not right. be a horror. Right. I believe in you. Yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, we and then you. She, so you thought the Malaysian flight went through a wormhole? Right. That was my first thought. Right. But I have to tell you the only. Here's my evidence with the wormhole to Mexico, which was uh, when we got out. And I walked into the gig at 5 to 8. The gig was at 8. And I told the guy I had a car accident because I wasn't going to tell him. I went through a wormhole. And we Shrewd. Called, yeah. We called all these people that worked on the border and that, and we were like, we didn't pass anybody. And they were like, we have no idea how you got in. And, and a couple months later, that Marine got caught over in Mexico with all those guns in his car. And he couldn't figure out how he got there. And we were like, oh, I wonder if he passed us in the wormhole. So, um, but what <laughs> happened on the left, right? <laughs> when we when we were in Carlsbad, the time stamp on the receipt yeah. and the time that she called her husband in Mexico, there was no way we could have made it from there to Tijuana. Right, we so would have gone a hundred miles an hour. We would have had to. Right, and, and and then still wouldn't have made it. Right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to let that go. 
Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say yay or nay because it's a safe space. Safe you, space. You, you and your wormhole uh, get to go to Mexico and then get out of Mexico and then you made the gig. And so that's right. the important thing. That's what happened. That's what happened. And uh, and so the I thought when when I heard in my head I heard uh, they'll never find that plane. I thought it went through a wormhole, but it didn't. It didn't. No, it, because they somehow because you spent three hours tracking like what people think happened to this thing, right? Three weeks. Three weeks. Oh, good. Videos, research, cross reference, Snoops, Snopes, which I don't <laughs> like. I'm not big on Snopes. I don't mind Snopes, um, uh, but, I, but it's not complete, right? We can't be. It can't. There's too many. There's too many bots. There's right. too much. Too many assholes. There's eight billion people on the planet. Yes. Okay. Um, so, so here's. Uh, I'll give you because this was my favorite podcast, and it just came out Friday, which was the twentieth. Okay. Okay. And I did the whole hour myself. I oh, did wow. two two of my whole hour myself, and I think I'm going to do more. So um, here's the thing. The plane, uh, I went through uh, the course that the plane went. I went through the timeline. I went through – When did this happen? Like two years ago, two, right? 2014. 2014. 2014. March, I believe it was uh, – March of 2014. March of 2014. Okay. So, so it takes off. It takes off and uh, all is good. The plane starts – like it's going, it's going um, from Malaysia to Beijing. Boom, one straight flight. It's not yeah. Southwest. It's not Malaysia, right. Texas, right. Beijing. One shot, okay? Right. And the way I describe the flight planner and is it would be if you were on a flight in San Diego and you were going to Baltimore. Okay, okay? so it might be a five-hour flight. Right. Well, the time is the only thing I don't know, but I'm giving you the vexers, the vex of the way the plane went. So this is what the guy did. He makes a left. He starts out, gets halfway there, makes a left, right, left, goes back over Malaysia, making a V, then takes a right to get into the Indian Ocean. So it'd be like if you were on your flight to San Diego, from San Diego to Baltimore, the pilot decides to make a weird turn at Kansas City, goes back over Portland, over the water, takes a right and goes up to Alaska. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're good. I scared myself. You did scare yourself. <laughs> Wait, so I not so essentially he gets sort of halfway there and then weeds off completely. Yep. Heads off uh, yep. over an ocean. Yep. Over, over an ocean. And he specifically found that spot to dump the plane. Right, whoever that guy was. Who he is was. that guy? Uh, that guy's name was uh, Zafari. He was the pilot. Now, you had two pilots on this plane, okay? And you had 227 passengers in the plane. Okay. And the co-pilot had like maybe 18,000 hours, and he was uh, just about to get married. So we know he had a good cause to put that plane into the ocean. No. Uh, I see what's happening. <laughs> Karen Rontowski uh, does stand-up. It's much better it's than much that joke. Better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not married. Um, uh, so, uh, but what we think, I'm, I don't want to give it away. I want to unfold it. Right. So, um, the, yeah, yeah. So play it out. Right. So the, what we think happens is uh, it's definitely all falls on the pilot whose last name was Zafari, who had some like 40,000 hours. Okay. Okay. As he comes up, let's say over halfway on his flight, which would be Kansas City, he turns off the airplane transponder. Now, the transponder is what sends the airplane the message to the airport that uh, this is, you know, when you this see is the where movies, I am kind of thing? Or yeah, you know, in is the that movies, the black box? Nope, nope. Uh, the, in, in the movies. In the movies, you see the air traffic controller has all the planes on the screen, and they have their number and their identification. Boop. That's it. The radar? And he turns it off. Okay. Okay. So, so his locator, his low jack, 
essentially. He turns it off, transponder. He's, right. And uh, now there's two kinds of radar. How do they know he turned it off? Uh, because they figured it was the only thing that could have happened and f- a few things that happened along the way. Okay. Okay. Uh, plus, why wouldn't you think that after he turned the plane around and then ditched it in the Indian Ocean? Uh, so. Right. Um, he turns that off. Now, at this point, everybody's trying to contact him, the, the ground force, because there's two kinds of radars. There's that kind with the transponder where they can identify the plane, the plane number is not. And then there's another one, which is just you see a blob. We see oh, something right. Old-timey moving. radar. Old-timey radar. Got it. Yes, like watching a rock fly. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, that was where they could see him. Now, the reason he made this weird winding trip is because he was literally trying to go between air traffic areas so they couldn't okay. see. Okay. But what he didn't know is all the engines in this particular plane, which was a 777. You can say that. You can say three sevens or a 777. Right. That plane engine has little things in it that are little locators so they can track how the engine's working. Okay. So that's the only reason we know that he took the path he did. Okay. Okay. So, But he thought he was not being followed. followed, But the engine was going click, 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 click with certain air places. Right. Now, um, he also... um, when they found – after this all had happened and they found – they went to his home and he had an air flight simulator in it, which I was like, okay, what's that about? And then I asked all these pilots and they were like, oh, no one has that. And I Why was like, would you have that? Right. I think, you have an airplane. Right. Right. I think that would be like if you had a he, – So he's gone mad. Kind of, we think. Because well, is, he, is he married is with he children? Mad? No, he is not. But is well, what, what, does he have a family? No, um, Zafari. No, he's not a, that I know. No, they didn't. Is he mention a loner? Anything. Is he a loner? He's a loner. But here's the thing. And then um, we're ahead of ourselves. Okay. He, so back, him, back. him having the air thing is like if I walked in and you had a stage with uh, test dummies in the seats. Like, you wouldn't right. have that. No comic no. would have that. No, no. It's like sending someone a tape of you doing stand-up in your basement. Right, no right. It happens. Right. But those are not people who work. <laughs> right. Uh, so don't do that. Right. Uh, so, um, hang on. I got an antsy dog here. You want to grab the dog? Yeah, sit there. Okay. Hey, so, um, so, but I, was he mad? I'm not going to give you the ending. People are going to have to listen to the podcast. Which oh, that's is right. You got to go to... That is tricky. Paranormal care, you guys. Maybe you – is it an hour? Is your podcast it's an, hour, an hour? But there it's a go. good hour. It's oh, a good it's, hour. It's a real good hour. Yeah. But here's my thing. All podcasts should be an hour. Oh, do they? That's I go short sometimes. Uh, no, no. They shouldn't be longer than an hour. Oh, long? No, no, right. no, 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 no. I'm a huge fan of the Dork Force being an hour and the Jackie and Lori show. I oh. think it's been established. We would like that to be an hour. And if you wait till you see the emails you get if you do 40 minutes. We want more. We want more. Sometimes people want more. Yeah. Yes. And, but that's a better email to get. Right. Well, if if you have a three to seven hour podcast, yeah, uh, yeah. it's a real clock eater for people. I mean, yep. it, it could take the whole day, but it's uh, it's super boring. And my, my yeah, my producer always says just keep going, and I'm like, no, we'll split it in two or something. But uh, so what they think? I'm going to give a big chunk of the middle of the podcast here. All right. They found, I think, three or four pieces that they're absolutely 100% sure are from this plane. Okay. But oh, the so other, they found pieces of just it. Just a few. Oof. Because. And none of the bodies and none of the chassis. Okay. Nope. All uh, Here's what happened. We think, and I'm going to tell you something. You have to listen to the end because it is not what you think at all. It is not. You'll go, oh, my God, that... That uh, that makes sense. He when he was going over, he got the co-pilot out of the 
cockpit somehow. Um, probably to go to the bathroom would seem like the Occam razors. And, um, <laughs> and then he depressurized the cabin and killed everybody in the plane. So now he's alone on the plane. Okay. Now, how do we know that? Because at a couple of points, they um, called the cockpit. And at one point, the cockpit answered. And there was a click on the mic. This is what we figure, but I'll tell you why. Um, and they're, all they heard was static and mumbling. So somebody okay. was in the cockpit. This mumbling. whole plane, this whole time, there's evidence that someone was um, driving this plane. For okay. sure, flying the plane. For sure, there was always a pilot because they couldn't make any turns. Because if you don't straighten out on an airplane after the turn, you corkscrew it would have it would have gone down earlier. Right. Okay. So, um, so he gets rid of everybody in the cockpit. Now the plane is his. Now he thinks he's not being tracked, and he flies over and he lands the plane on the water. Now he, if you're gonna, if you're crazy guy and you're going to do suicide and you're okay killing 277 people, why wouldn't you just fly into a plane in Beijing? Why the crazy tracking and then a landing on the water? And Wait, it was a landing. Now, how do we know it's a landing? Because of the only um, pieces that they found were off of the right wing. If he had crashed into the water, there would have been so much things. But he wanted that plane to go down all in one piece so that no one would find it. And then sink. And then sink. That actually does sound crazy, though. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I'm not saying he's not crazy, but right. I'm saying there was a purpose. It wasn't like... <laughs> right. Oh. It was, right, right. Mad scientist. Right. It wasn't right, mad right. scientist. And so he went to land that plane and he had a little trouble with the right wing, which was the pieces they found. Okay. And then the plane sunk. So, and this is from a Canadian guy that worked for the Airline Safety Commission Forever. Okay. He says that plane is in the bottom of the Indian Ocean. Right. Uh, fuselage intact. Do you know what fuselage is? Nope. It's where all the people are in the plane. They call that the fuselage? It's the guts of the plane. Yeah. It's that's, like, where the, that's where the seats are? That's where that we fuselage? sit in the fuselage. You would think there would have been fuel in there, but there's not. I've always thought that that was a, some sort of fuel thing. No, that's Welcome the... Welcome to the word... See I what know. we've learned, Rangers? Here we go. <laughs> Next time you get on a plane, say, hey, nice fuselage. <laughs> I feel welcome in this fuselage. <laughs> Thank you very much. And, uh, and so and the, on my podcast, I go through the whole... How they tracked him, how they knew, back and forth, and this guy, and blah, blah, blah. So... Um, the Indian Ocean is, like, really deep, okay? In fact, they they haven't found the plane yet right. that has sunk to the bottom. But interestingly enough, they found a sunken ship while they were looking for the plane. Oh, they found a different ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're going to find all kinds of stuff. Yeah. This is where my socks went? I know. This type of thing? Very exactly, funny. Exactly, a ship full of socks. <laughs> <laughs> could have happened, could have happened. We don't know. Wow. Okay. So... Um, was anybody important on that plane? Hello, bingo! Well, that's the whole thing, right? I mean, that's the thing with conspiracy theories. They're like, we have to kill all the programmers of the next generation mm. of Call of Duty because nobody wants that that next gener that coming out. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So, is there were there were there fancy uh, there's, people? Let on me the tell. I'm going to give you a, a brief explanation of a lot of the people on the plane. Yeah. Okay. Because it's people flying from Malaysia. To China. To Beijing. And uh, and I'm not going to uh, explain anything about, but there were two guys on there with fake passports, Iranians. Two Iranians with fake passports? Uh-huh. Because once they started examining, it was 227 or 277? Uh, there was 227 and 12 crew members. I believe that's, yeah. I'd have to check those numbers exactly. Right. Four the, people didn't show up for the flight. Okay. Okay. And there's a theory, there's a conspiracy theory of, um, like, it should have been 228. 
Okay. Or, but it was, there's one person where they're kind of like, what happened there? They don't, yeah. they think that was one of the theories that a mystery person was on the plane. Okay. I will tell you the two Iranians with the fake passports yeah. turned out to be wanting asylum. They couldn't tie this to them at all. Okay. Twelve members of a company, a computer company on there. There were 12 members of the same computer company. Top on engineers, 12 to 20 um, employees of a of of like computer a, company. a computer company. That's where, all I'm saying. Right. Wait. I think I vaguely. Wait. I think I must have read this conspiracy theory. They were like they were creating something that was going to save cancer. Or uh, well, that wasn't it. But no, no, that's not what they were doing. Right. But but clearly, this clearly there was this, a big this chunk. This could have been. Um, What's that called? It's Did like somebody want that espionage, the uh, uh, corporate espionage. Oh, 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 it could have been like a, a, a word, like another company saying we don't want that company to have these twelve to twelve twenty guys working there. It wasn't a company, but you'll be surprised who it was when you hear the whole podcast. It's what you think. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. I know. But here's the weird thing: is so this is so this is something you do though. Right, is you find a mystery. And you're like, what is the most unlikely but accurate thing that could have happened? But see, that's the thing. This goes against my very being. How because so? I'm going to tell you after who it is. And you'll be like, Karen, I'm, that was very logical. That was, so that, was, <laughs> that was the furthest thing from a wormhole. And there were some other conspiracies. <laughs> there were some other conspiracies like they thought the plane was on the moon. And I couldn't really figure that one out. That was even far out for me. Yeah, that's a lot. And, uh, that's, uh, first of all, uh, what about that conspiracy where we didn't even, we can't even get to the moon? I, well, maybe there's right. planes there all the time now. We don't right. know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We know there's a car up there because right. uh, Elon <laughs> Musk sent a vehicle into space. Because do you know that why he sent that vehicle into space? No. Uh, he, sent, he needed that weight. He wanted to see it. Uh, that was the right weight. Of something. Oh, so he sent a but whole car? What kind of car? His car. It was like a Tesla or something. Oh. And, uh, so I don't know that. I think that that's what it was. Uh, all I know is that there was some Didn't people were like Didn't he see Back to the Future? You have to send a DeLorean. A DeLorean? DeLorean. It's, it's, uh, but there, there's only like a, a 20 left. So you don't want to oh. send that. He's and, and he's a car guy, right? He owns his own car company and he oh. owns his own spaceship company. And he needed to check the Space weight. Force. What's um, that? The Space Force? Yeah, what's that? That Donald Trump starting a Space Force? He decided that in the middle of a speech? In the middle? Oh. <laughs> space the Air Force? I couldn't be happier that I don't listen to his speeches. <laughs> Why? My head would pop off. Right, but we should write a song. Space Force. So, um... <laughs> Uh, but uh, you, we do oh, comedy. So here's some other yeah. uh, conspiracies. Yeah, yeah, please. Um, there was another one that uh, hackers had taken over the thing, the computer in the airplane. Oh, still the same. This, the still other conspiracies yep. regarding the Malaysian thing. Some people thought that that the plane went to the moon. Some people thought the plane went to the moon. Who thought that the plane? Why? How did I think it was just a couple of people that had some good PR. Oh, fair enough. Because uh, uh, I didn't. I didn't even follow the thinking on that. Right, right. It's hard to. It's hard to figure out what the heck they meant. And the next thing, because we've seen it go to the moon. We have satellites. Right, right. There, we have telescopes. We have very powerful telescopes. What was the next one? Uh, there was one that the aliens took it over, and then there was a phone call which came out last year, which mm-hmm. freaked people out, which was uh, like some kid goes, oh, my God, I got this weird voicemail, and it's the black box. Who called me? I can't stand it. And then it went viral, <laughs> and it was uh, some code that I didn't understand that said, they're not human, help us. 
Oh, but that, but that wouldn't, that it, it's, everything is sunk. Like I didn't know this. That's what I found out too. You know, you know, an airplane has a thing that if it crashes into the water, there's a thing that if an airplane is hit hard by anything, it immediately sends out information. So people know this plane has been hit by something, whether okay. it's on land or water or whatever. Right. Right. Also like the birds with Sully. Right. Okay. Well, yes. And also if you're just above the water, there's no radar there. Right, right. You got to go under the radar. Go I, I know under, that from the movies. A, yeah. yeah, and yeah, that's and when you have an affair, you go under the radar. It's a saying. <laughs> it's a saying. Right, too. and that's how we know that that's how planes <laughs> get under the radar. That you got to fly low. That's right. And then you run your bombing rates. World War II. I remember that's that. right. And another thing I found out is actually, um, if somebody decompresses the cabin, it's a, you just fall asleep. So it was a good death. Oh, okay. So it was a, a peaceful, yes. a peaceful death. And here's another thing. The Malaysian government, after they found out that uh, he had a flight simulator in the thing, they announced it, and then, whoop, everything disappeared and no one said another thing. Okay, so it came out that he had a flight simulator and then... And that he had tracked this flight. So he had practiced it many times before. You wouldn't think a pilot would need practice. Oh, yeah, you would. What, don't you think? <laughs> no. Because the Earth is weird. Uh, so we... But uh, it's genuinely the simu- same. Genuinely so the same. Who found the flight simulator? The government? No, the flight simulator in the guy's. By the they went to his house and they said, "Oh, this guy's got a flight simulator." In the his police. House. The police found okay. the pilot's flight simulator in his house. Released the information, and then all of a sudden, it all disappeared, and then no one could ever see the flight simulator again. So, how do you know that there was a flight simulator? Uh, because they announced it. They found it. They said, "We went to this guy. We went to Zafari's house, and he had a flight simulator. That's very odd." And the government is looking into what. And then they said that it. They showed where he practiced this flight, and then. No more information. Okay. Like the Ark of the Covenant in uh, Ar- right. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. So they um, – interesting. So uh, – but do the, is it, is there a video of like them announcing that they found mm-hmm. this flight simulator? Yep. That they knew okay. – yeah, that's, 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 that's one of the – That's how you know. Yeah, that's a fact. Because it was that, a news that, thing. Right. That he had a that's simulator. That's still on there. That's still on there. That's real news. The um, the guy that was actually – the guy wrote a book about it that was the airline safety guy in Canada had really – that was a great – he was really spot on. Okay. So um, – He knew the angle that the – when they when he said he landed the plane on the water, the other thing is the piece that broke off of the right wing, there had to be a pilot to flip that. Okay? So somebody was trying to land that plane and flip that up, and that's how it broke off. If he had okay. just crashed or went down, that would have never flipped up and broken off. Okay. According to this flight safety guy. Right. Yes. Got it. Okay. Any other conspiracies? Um, you know what? I was listening to um, – I'm thinking, okay, so I went on YouTube, and now I really enjoy that YouTube uh, now knows what I want to see, and the <laughs> ads are very creepy. <laughs> no, uh, the um, algorithm's amazing. It is. It is. So I was looking at an old Art Bell. This was the best Art Bell episode, and I remember listening to it. And it was on YouTube, and it was where he was talking to a guy that was frantic and had just escaped his job at Area 51, and he was screaming, and he was sobbing, and he was saying, Art – there's, it's not what you think. They're going to destroy blah, blah, blah. And then the whole satellite system went off the air. Not the channel. The whole system, like all the stations, went, everything went down. And then Art Bell came back on the air. And it was like this creepy, it was totally creepy. Because it wasn't just like somebody, like the phone call. Like his whole station went off the air. And he had to go on backup. And, <laughs> and the best part is now people are looking at that. And the comments are fabulous. Oh, I bet they are. <laughs> One comment, my favorite comment said, 
about the caller. He said, this guy is either telling the truth or he's lying. (laughs) (laughs) Really? That guy nailed it. That guy, that comment guy. (laughs) Holy smokes, he knows what he's talking about. And another guy that said, uh, I worked at Area 51, and it's not aliens. It's a big beer garden. So that was fun. But I'm looking at two conspiracies, but I have a friend that's into them, and he's warning me, and they're both very dangerous, so I'm not sure which one I'm going to look into dangerous. first. I know. Okay. Well, this one's about I – want, I want to do one about the dark web. Oh, the dark well, – isn't that where porn is, is even weirder? Well, uh, there's a lot of things, but uh, there's – I think they sell drugs there too. Um, but there's uh, – this is a weird saying. I think we should know about this in case our country gets a little off the map. What's the dark web? The dark web is where there's no tracing websites where you can go there and nobody can trace you. There's no IDs. Um, it's a lot of illegal stuff, a lot of bad stuff, but it's the web underneath the web. It's interesting to me, though, is the fact if everyone knows that there's a dark web, yeah, can't they then trace? Can, <laughs> well, you can't don't... the police and the and the powers that be go to the dark web and then trace it? Well, they can. Except here's the thing: the dark web is that scary. Um, like if I, you and I go on the dark web and start looking around, yeah. there's somebody that could come up and go, "Who are these idiots? Plan some porn in our computers." Not our porn. Oh, there's there's and viruses. The, there's oh viruses. You, you can you can get because it's unprotected. They can take over everything. They can take over passwords. They can take over their, your computer. There's, they can plant your, evidence. Your firewall doesn't work in the dark web. No, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, because your you're going to have to look more into that, right? Yes, and but it's it could be if I disappear. I'm on the dark web. You're on the dark web. And you can look and I'll, I'll be look. in a video. <laughs> with Behind a screen miming. You'll yes. just be like, let me out. You'll just be mouthing the words, let me out, let me, let out. me out. It's very dark in here. No, it's so dark. <laughs> and then what's the other one um, that you're looking into? The uh, holistic doctors that keep dying. Oh, are they? Are they the killing that, Yeah, the ones that do, kill, that do have cancer. But I have a actual connection to that. A person I know that was working with some of them, like okay. not a like a person that had cancer mm-hmm. that was going to them, and um, and I talk about that on that podcast too, just for a minute. Okay, when they they died, so when the time is appropriate, I will speak with their families. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a but it, that's a little. He- I'm not Dateline. No, so no, I don't no. need to. No, you don't need to shake people up day of. I need to give people the information that that they need to know without going on the dark web. Right. I uh, I bought four copies of Lori Kilmartin's book "Dead People Suck," and I sent them oh. off to people. A couple of them too soon. Too oh, soon. I sent really? Them. Yeah, people had just died. Oh, uh, I'm not super sensitive. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. You're the getting most... like me. I'm a little. I'm a little blurry as to. Uh, timing a, a year the uh, mediums uh, uh, this it's supposed is, to be a year yeah mediums aren't supposed to even take clients where the person has died a year in that time because they're too open and they will probably hear what they want to hear not what you're saying oh fair enough but uh in the world of but mediums. you know it's me yeah. it's never too soon now you're do, to you do the death. podcast with kira sultanovich i too. do the tarot podcast that's going great kira, it's, karen and kira can read karen and kira can read and uh, you guys have guests. We have guests, and we do readings for them. And it's actually a little prickly. Oh, people get a little prickly. People get a prickly. Because sometimes, sometimes it's not cheerful, right? Sometimes it's it's 
there's trouble before good things happen again. Sometimes there is trouble. Like life. Like life. Because life is good, and then it's yeah. bad, and then it's good again, and then it's bad again. And if they're and not vulnerable and open to uh, what's going on, like sometimes you catch a divorce that they're in the middle of that isn't quite public knowledge. Or, oh, right. Yeah, stuff like that. And uh, then they call us and go, we would prefer that that doesn't air. We've had a lot of that. And we were like, oh, really? what did you expect? Wait, did you it's, an hour. it's an hour. It's of, an hour of, of, of opening a vein. And there's a lot of this. Wow, you guys really know what you're doing, don't you? There you go. Yeah, that's why uh-huh. we call it that. That's, that's why, why we said that. That's what we do. It's <laughs> one of the things we do. That's why it's, yeah. That's why it happens like that. Right. Did you bring your cards? I did not. Are we short on time? Did you need a reading? I could, we could, we're only at a half an hour, you know. No way. Yeah. No way. I got more things to talk about. Please. I could talk about, because um, my other obsession, because this uh, conspiracy theory on the flight, uh, I gave it, I always rate my podcasts when in the beginning. This one got 10 creepies. Oh, fair enough. Uh, and creepies are, uh, oh, that's uncomfortable, like someone's following you. <laughs> Uh, but the one I did on the Portland Tunnels got 10 spookies. And spookies are where you might not be able to sleep. Oh, so creepies are less creepy than spookies? Yeah, creepies are like, what? That's peop- there's, a, there's a dark web? Right, because be your the Instagram has been really fun lately. Uh, oh, with my Paranormal yeah. Karen. With yeah. your Paranormal Karen Instagram has been super fun. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing some nice video work there. Thanks. Yeah, it's really <laughs> funny. Uh yeah, so uh, your other so other things that like you when you travel you like to find the most haunted. Mm-hmm. And I just dragged my mother up to a tunnel in in North Adams, Massachusetts. That um, it was. Uh, it turns out I don't like tunnels. Oh. And and we drove to visit. She wanted to visit her sister, and I kind of forget. My mom has a de- little dementia, and sometimes I forget that I'm the adult now <laughs> uh, because she was the only one that would go up this mountain, across the railroad tracks, into this creepy tunnel with me. <laughs> and she's like, let's go. And then the first thing we see is a deer, which then makes me think, you know what probably is around here too? A bear. A bear. There might be some some animals. Yes. You and, don't know. And, I, and she's like, maybe we should sit a minute and enjoy nature. And I was like, maybe we should go maybe we should go <laughs> there's if there, if there was a bear there would be no deer uh i just spent four oh. days in yellowstone oh ta- that's all i'm so jealous of that yeah yeah it was amazing it was so gorgeous and so beautiful and it was you could spend your whole life just kind of wandering around yellowstone it's two million acres wow uh, for as long as that lasts and so it's um it's gorgeous it was it, and we saw lots of bison What's a wait? Bison is a uh, uh, buffalo. A buffalo. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing about bison: three different middle-aged white ladies, our age, uh, wanted to pet a bison, and got kicked, hit in the head, hit in the hip, uh, by their heads, by their feet, uh, because wow. bison are wild animals, and you, you're you supposed think to. Would have learned after one. Uh, three different stupid white ladies is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the same white lady. You would have. <laughs> <laughs> but really, you see the first kick, and then you get the feeling, no petting. No petting. No petting. And there's a sign every two two inches. Uh. Stay the fuck away from the wild animals. They're wild. <laughs> I'm surprised it doesn't say that. That's With cursing a, and everything. Well, that's like the koalas in, uh, the koalas in uh, uh, Australia. 
you go to the wild animal park and there's one guy talking about the koalas and he says you only touch them on the butt you don't touch them on the head you don't pet them you only touch them on the butt and don't do anything else and then he walks away and sure enough i see two japanese women come along and now i'm the crazy american screaming middle-aged touch middle-aged middle-aged crazy now i'm in charge of everyone that's because i have to i have to take control now because the guy has left and sure enough they're going right for the face right for the face of a koala and a koala has those uh Nails that look like they're perfect for scooping out an eyeball. They're right. eyeball size scoop. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh. It's a. Uh, uh, I've. I've. Uh, they were like, you could pet the koalas when I went to the koala uh, kangaroo holding pen or uh-huh. of petting. And in Australia, Australia's full of places that are like, no, nah, you could touch them. Wait, no, we'll hold them down. <laughs> no. It'll be fine. You want to swim with sharks? Right. I swam with whale sharks <gasps> when I was in Australia. Wow. I didn't want to. But they needed another person to make it to get the discount. So oh uh, I swam with whale sharks. I didn't have a lot to say to a whale shark. I don't know if you know uh, this about me, but I don't want to. Uh, I just want to watch. I, I don't mind seeing an animal in its natural habitat as long as I don't find it rude. Right. Like, like I always think I mean, it's a little invasive. I'll, I'll I'll overhear like a conversation at another uh, table at a restaurant, right? And I won't feel invasive then because we're people, right? And you but, don't want to challenge them. Like if they have a snow cone uh, car, you don't want to open up one right across from there. That would be offensive. What's that? <laughs> what happened? What just happened to this conversation? What's a snow cone car? I thought like you don't want to offend the animals. You said so. I would be like it would be like if they had a whale shark snow phone cart snow cone cart. <laughs> And then you open up Jackie Cation's snow cone cart in the middle of the ocean. Then you're taking away their business. <laughs> no, that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking. I'm really tired. You're pretty tired. <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> you got anything else? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep up. Uh, right. So I can tell you about the tunnels in Portland. Please. That was exciting. Oh, and I did one podcast all my own on ships, on haunted ships. Who doesn't love a haunted? Uh oh, who doesn't love a haunted ship? I know they're great, aren't they? Yeah. And uh, so, which one do you prefer? Uh, whatever you want to tell me. Yeah, uh, I, I want to hear about like what what are your favorite things that you are following? Like you just did the the Portland tunnels. Let's talk about those. Okay. Was that neat? That was super neat, but it's terrifying. Was it? How many tunnels are it under Portland? There are tunnels all through Portland, but if you play at the club at Harvey's, right? They have a part of the tunnel that's blocked off. Which means they're underneath the Harveys. Underneath the Harveys, they have access to a tunnel. Yes, <laughs> underneath the comedy club. Yes, in Portland, Oregon, they have access to one of the underground tunnels in Portland, and it's unbelievably freaky haunted. Because the other tunnels, you know, they have tours and people go through them, and people, so they're kind of like the ghosts that are there are used to it. So uh, on that episode, the first there's three parts to that episode. The middle part is when the owner of the club takes me down, and we literally do the interview in the tunnels. Yeah. And there are so many. There's like 20 EVPs in 30 minutes. What you know what EVPs are? Uh, you've explained it, but explain it again. It's where you're taping, and then when you go back and listen to the tape, there's another voice on there, which is literally like a ghost voice or something that can't be explained. Right. And there's literally a voice in the beginning, in the first two minutes, between that screams, help me. And the voice is so, like, crackled. I can't tell if it's a male or a female. Because in this tunnel... They used to Shanghai people in Portland. Right, right. They used Take to get them, them down drunk. Merchant Marines. Drop them through the bottom. Yep. Boom. Out. Mm-hmm. Out. Yep. 
That's why there are very few black people in Portland because they uh, any people of color immediately got shanghaied. That's the racist place. I was going to tell you my friends moved. Oh, she moved to the racist place. Um, it was, uh, but uh, it's been gentrified. Isn't that mean that they've cured racism? Isn't gentrification curing racism? I, uh, those probably were, not. Probably not today. Okay. <laughs> uh, and they have, but Portland is still like almost all white. It's pretty white. It's pretty white. Did you have fun at Harvey's? I had a blast at Harvey's, and now they don't talk to me, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> right, right. You're like, did I? Uh, but you were just there, so maybe they're waiting a year. Yeah, but they like could they say did. hello when I say hello. Right. They could respond to your emails They at could all. respond to that, say hello, yeah. but they don't. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so that was – but uh, but I also – here's the weirdest thing about that episode. I had um, – I also talked to some uh, Susan Rice, funny Susan Rice. Oh, yeah, hilarious Because I comic. was like, what kind of a person sets up people to drop through the floor and then sells them? Right. Okay? And right. a lot of white people. It's a lot oh, of white people. Oh, plenty of white people because yeah. they ran out of people of color. Oh. Right, that... right. You got to start grabbing. You got to yeah. start grabbing whoever you can at that point. Yeah. And they were just selling them off to the Merchant Marine. Yeah. 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 And uh, – so she actually worked in an old age home when she was really young there. Mm-hmm. And she, one of the people that she watched over was the woman who was married to the guy that was in charge of all the Shanghais. Oh, a uh, bad guy. Uh-huh. The, one of the, the bad top guys. bad guy. Oh, top my gosh. Top bad guy. So Susan Rice knows that guy or knew that, that woman? woman? She died. Right. She's old. But she knew her. She knew her. And I was like, what is that kind of person like? <laughs> and uh, t- turns out, not necessarily horns. She said she was beautiful and oh, a good looking. bossy. Good looking. It had to be. Otherwise, the boss would send her down the chute. Right, right. It's, uh, it's, uh, I remember when Mitch Fatel told me that he was saving up for a trophy girlfriend. And I thought... Why, why would you say that out loud? Because um, he said, well, I want to get a trophy wife, but I can't afford one. And I was like, you may not be the best guy to share a condo with. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Which weird offshoot, Handmaid's Tale is freaking me out. Oh, that's a TV show. Oh, my God. And a book that I accidentally read that book. When I was traveling through Europe, there were two books that, that I ran out of books while I was traveling oh. through Europe in 1989. And um, I ran out of books in English. I don't read anything but English because that's my nature, unfortunately. You're so limiting yourself. I'm, I'm, I limit myself. I don't read at all. It's, uh, well, uh, <laughs> I found bragging. I got two books. One was The Frickin' Handmaid's Tale, which is incredibly well written uh-huh. and super horrifying. Uh, and then the other one was a book of short stories about uh, hung- written by Hungarian authors, most of which were set in 1956. Uh. I don't know if you remember what happened in 1956 in Hungary, but the Soviets do. Uh, they came in and they <laughs> smushed everybody. So uh, sad sack short stories by Hungarians about uh, some genocide. And then uh. The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> Well, I have to tell you, The Handmaid's Tale is really good, and I did not want to watch it because Incredibly of that. Incredibly well done, I hear. Oh, my God. And you kind of have hope. You have hope. It's not without hope. That's what's very interesting. Well, but it is you also- got to have hope because right. history is cyclical. You know, it just keeps going. But it's also fear because you kind of, I swear to God, that's where we're going. Right. Uh, there's already a men's group that's trying to do that. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a, a nightmare the other day. <laughs> I've, I was telling you, I got lots of lots of crazy ass nightmares, and uh, I was I trying carry to... cyanide tablets with me, it's just a... in case. Really? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> no, you don't. In case I become a handsmaid tale. Oh, but I'm is too that old to the... have kids, so I don't know where we fit in. Is that the is is that in the show that you should? Carry no, a cyanide no. But tablet? I would because I was thinking, how would I get out of this? Oh, you know. Do you ever see Tank Girl? <laughs> 
No, did she have cyanide tablets? <laughs> no, no. They, uh, they, uh, literally, Tank Girl and Jet Girl are these two women who are clearly they're superheroes in an old movie with LL Cool J oh. and um, uh, uh, people in bunny costumes. It's a mess. Of I, a movie. I, I remember Tank Girl was Lori Petty, and I liked it. Yeah, it sounded good. It, it was. Uh, I loved it, uh, but at the. I didn't see it at the time. I just saw it. Oh. And one of the things I loved about it was that there they were they were literally you knew that they had been incarcerated and raped repeatedly. Right. But they did they responded to rape in a way that I have never responded to rape, uh, unfortunately. But I would like to in the future. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is taking a very dark turn. Rangers. But that's how what I bring with me, the darkness. <laughs> Oh shit. That was painful. That was the edit. dark web. That was the dark web checking in. I'm going to edit out that complete and utter I think you should leave that in though. Uh it was uh me getting too close to the to the equipment and there was a large uh crackle and it will hurt everyone much like it hurt me. But we should redo the joke cuz it was funny. Well, I'll just tell you what uh the 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 <laughs> jet I'm not going to get rid of the joke. What are you nuts? <laughs> I'm just going to get rid of the loud crackle. <laughs> and I'm going to tell people there was a loud crackle that they didn't have to I hear. I was the dark web. They're already the, after me. Oh, we're leaving the dark web joke in. Uh, so, uh, the, but the, um, the, the jet, they were, you could tell that, like, when they were getting raped, they would, like, make fun of the guy's dicks. Oh, yeah. And sometimes that makes a rapist go, go no more. Like, I don't can't know. do it. All I know is that when Indiana Jones made fun of the guy that was punching him, or when anybody ever made fun of the guys that was... It's like what men do when they're being beat up in movies. Uh-huh. They make fun of the people that are, I could do this all day. That's what Captain America says, right? When he's being beat up. And, uh, and you're just like, you call that hitting? <laughs> and uh, so I assume in Tank Girl, Tank Girl and Jet Girl, I assume that they were like, you call that fucking me? That doesn't... That's not... I can't even... <laughs> feel it i had a boss when i was doing my internship and she uh told us a story she used to take us out for beers pink pictures of beers at lunch pictures of beers this was a good uh a good what was your internship it was graphic arts okay and then for some reason we were working in a grocery store and we had to put all the signs up like we made the signs or something i don't know what has happening i feel like i went through a wormhole here i just fucking happened either way i was drunk on a ladder that's all i remember (laughs) and i was making up a sign and then she told us the story about how when she was a kid she went out and she had sex with this guy and then the guy called her again and he picked her up and his friends were in the car and she was like well and then they brought her to the railroad tracks where no one was there and they said we're going to rape you and she said well listen i don't like the railroad tracks so let's get it over with and then no one could get it up wow she took all the wind out of their rapism uh, out of their penis yeah because you know what's inside an erect penis wind wind a lot of people don't know that about penises that's what makes them erect wind behind Uh, their wings (laughs) (laughs) you guys aren't you always glad when karen rontowski comes over it's at rontowski on twitter it's karenrontowski.com.com it's paranormal karen uh podcast which is on itunes and all the yeah, things and paranormal care in the web series so just paranormalcaren.com paranormal care and you'll find everything everything will be there and it's um just checking in just letting people know i don't know if there's any ads on this one but whoever's advertising on this episode good luck good news it's you guys gonna be on the dark web it'll be on the dark web and maybe it's the dark web advertising we don't know so again. portland tunnels did you do the regular tour no I, i'm well, going not back yet. to oh you gotta do the regular tour they have little shoes in there 
They have little shoes of the people that fell. Isn't that nice? They kept the shoes in a pile of the people. I know. Don't keep the shoes. Wow. I know. You know, in the Holocaust Museum, there's a room full of shoes. Shoes uh, shoes are not... Shoes are chilling. Shoes I don't know chilling. why empty fucking shoes are chilling, but they're chilling. And you know, when people jump off buildings, the shoes come off. Isn't that weird? That's how you know it was a jumper. Oh, really? Even if they're, like, Even tie if they tie tight? tight. <laughs> what, if, what about a boot with a zip? Is that something? I don't know, but uh, the shoes always come off. Always come off. Maybe we're making shoes better now for suicide. We're making shoes better for suicide, you guys. It's a new uh, slogan for America. And arsenic tablets. That's what I need, right? Arsenic. Arsenic. An okay. old lace. No, you just a... Well, Have you ever thought of a doily? A doily you arsenic? should always carry a doily with you so that you can class up any event. That would be a funny thing where you kept your arsenic tablets and a doily just for the metaphor. Just just to remind you of that Cary Grant movie. Yes. And uh, the arsenic and old lace, you guys, it was a play. Uh, so <laughs> you reading anything good? Uh, a lot of the internet, I bet. I'm so glad everything's in video now. Actually, I'm reading something very good. You know what I'm reading? I'm reading What Would Buddha Do If He Was Stuck? And it's amazing. It's all this Buddhist stuff. And yeah. it's about how to get unstuck. And it's fab. And I was like, I got it at the library. I downloaded it. And I was like. Oh, it's uh, on like a Kindle? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I said, uh, it's on audio. I listened okay. to it. Uh, and uh, then I went and I said, I may buy this book, which is a rare occasion for me. Right. If it's not about ghost hunting or something. Yeah. I go online. There's only one copy. It's on Amazon for $12,000 or $1,200. $1,200 for, for one, a hard copy of a book. The commas after the one. One comma two something something. Well, can, I know. And it's at the library. Can't you, can you buy the audio book? I, I think that could be more. I don't know why it's at the library. <laughs> Who it's read the, it? Uh, Buddha? No. Did Buddha read it? I know. See, isn't that odd? It's this great book. It's at the library. And then one copy on Amazon for $1,200. What's it called? Uh, what if Buddha was stuck? What if Buddha was stuck? And then I ordered the other one, which is what if Buddha dated? Oh, written by the same guy? By the same lady, same, same cover, lady? like in a series. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I can't find that one either. Like, why? Well, who's not reprinting these if they're worth $1,200? Right, that's weird. Is she alive? Is she dead? It's, it can't be that old if we're worried about Buddha dating. Right, right. That must, it, it sounds like a Tinder thing. Right. Right. Interesting. Right. So that's and and what are the what what would Buddha do if he was stuck? I wonder. Uh, uh, well, um, let me think. There's a lot of things that Buddha would that do. Buddha would do. Would he sit in it? Would he sit in it? No, no, no. Um, he would. Uh, he wouldn't patiently wait to be unstuck. No. Okay. Uh, but here's the thing. I listen to it at night when I'm sleeping, and I fall asleep. <laughs> I set the timer for 30 minutes, so I hear about the first 15. And then I fall asleep, and the right. next night I turn it on, and I get a new fifteen. Oh, there you go. So it's a little choppy. Okay, I got to yeah, yeah. I got to put it together and do an episode. Right, or uh, we'll do it in your car. If yeah, you ever, a yeah. Long drive, long drive. I, you know, I just downloaded onto my phone. That's exactly how I was thinking. That's so then, a good I, because I've really actually listened to the whole book probably four times, half of it. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Right, you gotta see here how it ends. Right. Much like whatever happened to the Malaysian flight, we gotta listen to. Paranormal oh my god! Care. I promise you guys, you won't be disappointed. You won't I, be. I did my research, and you will not believe the ending. <laughs> so excited! You are excited. You You're, know who I'm a bigger fan of than Snoop Snopes? I call them Snoops because they snooping. Okay. Instead of Snopes, anonymous. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anonymous. It- They're on Twitter and they make films and they are that's the real news. 
and it's it's where they wear the mask and they hide their identity. Right. And that's real stuff. But I don't think that they – I don't know about that. I don't know. I enjoy, uh, but I that's, enjoy their work. You enjoy their work. You enjoy uh, – well, I mean, they don't seem to be doing anything – like, no one can find the actual video of Trump peeing on the lady, but supposedly it exists, right? Oh. Um, yeah, well, you supposedly. know. Supposedly. Like, things actually exist, but they, but, but, and supposedly Anonymous has them, but won't release them. Oh, I would believe that. But here's the thing about Anonymous. Why is that? Well, I don't why know why Anonymous would have them. Why would Anonymous have them? It's like, supposedly they have all these hackers and they can get, Anonymous can oh. get into it and, and everybody can get these things. Well, here's, But no one will release them and we don't know why. I have, I think Putin is smarter than that. And here's why. I, I don't think, think Putin is a pig. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> but he's a smart pig. Sure. And I have a couple of, because uh, I listened to this show. Right. About, about from, they were interviewed a CIA agent, and he was saying how after the Cold War, mm-hmm. the CIA agent, they met with the Russians. They had like a brunch. Right. Okay? And they laughed and had a good time after this war. And uh, they wanted to see who knew how many sleepers each country had. Like, okay. Who did we really know were in that show, The Americans? Who did mm-hmm. we really know were there? And we had, they had, um, no, we had five left in their country. Right. And they knew about four of them. Okay. And we thought they had like four in our country and they had like 200. Like it was like, oh my God. Do you know why? Um, Because it's more fun to live here than in Russia. Right. I'm so sorry. Right. But Uh, also they, um, they like beat us on spy work. Like we weren't even in their arena. Do you hear about the pencils? No. They sent uh we we spent most of the fifties developing a pen that would work in space. Oh. And they went into space and they used pencils. Oh yes. <laughs> Did you hear about that? I thought and, you were gonna go with like and then they dropped the pencils in every doctor's office and nope. they have little microphones. I would like to qualify the fact that I said Putin is a pig and uh and and he clearly meddled in the election and right. all that stuff, which is what That's we've done this for a thousand. Going. Well, for a thousand, for a thousand years, hundred years, we've meddled in other people's elections. Now people are meddling in ours, and that's the way it goes. But the thing is, is he is a pig, but he has uh, only thing that has been revealed in the last two years is that which exists. He has yeah. turned over rocks, and these are real Americans that are horrible, horrible pieces of shit. <laughs> and so we have to somehow put them back under rocks? See, and I think the whole thing is him. Or drag them into the sun. Almost everything we're looking at is him right now. Because I think people laugh and they say, oh, you can't fix this election because there's machines, blah, blah, blah. If they had 200 people then, when the veil, when they weren't worried about uh, sleepers in this country, how many do you think are here now? How many do you think are running polling places? How many people do you think are working? You know what I mean? Like, I think they could be infiltrated huge. And I think No, the whole, I think that there's, there's, I think that that easily 2% of actual Americans are horrible. That's true. And too. possibly 30% of Americans are lemmings. And, they and just so they'll follow just what follow they just horrible watch Fox people. News and they listen and that's the law. And so there, I, I don't necessarily know that there's a master puppet worker, but I'm not much of a conspiracy person. But so I, I am. Uh, yeah. So you think that there's, that, there's, that there's people going, do this, do that, make that thing happen. And I think the and, whole thing where we're all of a sudden nice to North Korea has to do with how close they are to Russia and that Putin made a phone call and said, you know, let's open up North Korea. Let's. I think that Donald Trump wants to sell uh, condos. Yeah, I don't think he has ideas that good. 
No, because I remember think that's when he the was only idea he has. Remember I think the, it's it's the only thing he's ever had any ideas is he wants to, because he he wants to make money, but right. he's not. He's a moron. Oh yeah. So he only like he is sitting on a pile of trillions and trillions of dollars, and he's bragging about uh, getting free golf. You know, like he doesn't have to pay for. He's like nickel and diming the government, and I'm like. Dude, there's a gazillion dollars all around you. You're grabbing a free candy bar. Well, I think, though, there's not... I don't think he had trillions before this. I think he was no, broke. No, he's never had any money. That's. But right. I'm saying that he doesn't think big enough, that he's a, a hack. Yeah. And he's a little man. And so he wants to steal, like, free nights at a hotel when he could steal Stepping over all dollars of the for money. pennies. Yeah. Yes. That's it. But I do think... But, That's you know, it. it went so fast from we hate North Korea to... We're pulling our troops away you know i don't think like i think it has it's well yeah the the rest of the world is going to have to put us down like a rabid animal like atticus finch because uh we are the bad guys now in world war three and it's too bad but um and i have to talk to laurie you know why because if laurie martin yeah because the only place i think i could get dual citizenship is um luxembourg no (laughs) she is she in luxembourg yeah she I, just she just got her citizenship. Uh, mine would, right. Mine would have to be in Austria. I you, didn't know my family was from Austria. I thought we were from Germany. Do you have? I don't think that they have that thing that Luxembourg has. What's that? Or do they? Where uh, I have to find out. Oh yeah, you would have to. Yes, you would have to. Find <laughs> I have the call. Uh, hello, right. Austria. Hello. I've had family there. But Lori actually has secondary passports. Right, and I would like to do that now. I would really like Canada, but everybody's going to go to Canada. Niagara Falls, up past Niagara Falls, I could drive right down and see my family after the <laughs> handmaidens take over. But we can't be a handmaiden because we're too old. What will we do? Well, we'll work in the colonies. They haven't said what the colonies are yet. I don't even know what that is. I don't either. That's that TV show, right? Yeah. So how no, many the seasons are there? The there's two uh, handsmaidens. Yeah, I think the handmaid's tale. How many yes. seasons are there? There's, I think there's two. How many have you seen? I've seen. Uh, um, I think I'm episode four of the first season. Of first season. So you just got into it, right? And you're learning all about. Um, this dystopian future. Yes, and and the acting's really good. Oh my god, and it's uh, and it's just great. It's just great. And uh, what do you like about it? Um, the main character, first of all, the actress is really great, and also uh, um, it just is. It's very strange, but it's uh, compelling. It's compelling, and yet you're always on that edge, going, "Somebody's got to get out." Somebody's got to make it out. Somebody, right. you know. So you know that this big finale is going to be something better than we're all not going to die here. Okay. So there's still a um, a reason to tune into the next one. Right, right. You know. But you love a tense uh, TV show. You love a tense uh, real life thing. Yes. So you like a scary movie. Have, did you see uh, Get Out? Or the I loved qui- it. I loved it. The Quiet it. Place. I didn't see the Quiet Place yet. But I understand. You know what? It's super tense. It is tense, and they shot it right by where my parents stay. And we went there, and there's nothing. There's nothing in Little Falls. Is it New super York. quiet? It's very quiet. <laughs> and um, and they have a, a castle, and and uh, it's you gotta love a castle, Beardsley Castle. And we had dinner. Did you have a nice dinner? We did with your, a dinner. With your family. You did. <laughs> That's great. How is your family? They're good. <laughs> We're, they're opening a dollar store near my mom's uh, thing. <laughs> 
What's going on? I don't understand what I'm doing wrong with this uh, with this phone. It's my energy. I heard my aura is very purple. Your aura super purple. I should have turned it, downed it down before I came. If you could have made it violet or possibly ultraviolet, oh. what's my aura? Do you know? I don't. Can you tell? I don't. I think you're yellow. What does it mean? Yellows are funny. Funny people are yellow. And what is purple? Uh, spiritual tuned in. Somebody did that when I was reading tarot cards, which is where I should be. Okay, and is there red or what, red what are the is colors of anger? The, anger, the, pink is love. Okay, um, this reminds me of the Green Lantern rings. It could be. black? Is there a black aura? Here's a yes, um, and but I'm not that positive. In fact, you know who has black aura? Is Felicia Michaels. Somebody told her that. Oh, and um, but I'm not that familiar. But black is all colors, so I think it could be good. It could be good. Yeah. And you know what I'm going to hear? Interesting tidbit that I found. Yes, please. Um, you know why the infinity sign is like it is? That sort of eight? Yeah. That sideways, sideways eight? Because eight. if you stood in the same spot for a year and took a picture of the sunset, that's the way the sun would move. Oh, interesting. It would move like an eight and it'd come back. That's around. where it came from? Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Fun fact, you guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Rangers of the Dork Forest, we have had another fascinating hour <laughs> that waited the fuck off as usual with well, Karen Rontowski. Attention deficit with Karen Rontowski. Welcome to her third podcast. <laughs> Everyone only gets two. It's at Rontowski on Twitter. It's uh, Paranormal Karen everywhere. ParanormalKaren.com. We'll find all the things. And uh, Karen and Kara can read. And Paranormal Karen and the Malaysian flight is the, the good one. The reveal, the reveal will be an amazing reveal. So, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?